This is Thursday, September 16th. Do you feel you know what God's will is for your life? This little letter of Colossians begins with the words, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God. That's Colossians 1.1. You see, Paul is telling his readers that he came by his job, not by his choice. He didn't come to the conclusion that the gospel was true and then decide he would become an apostle of Jesus. Instead, it was all God's doing. God confronted him with the truth of the gospel. God recruited him to be an apostle. I don't believe he would have chosen this calling. As we've learned, this was not an easy life. Actually, when people tell me that they are thinking about pursuing ministry, I do my best to discourage them. Or a better way to put it is this. I tell them that if it is not God's will for them, they should head another direction. But if it is God's will for them, then they should let nothing stand in their way. Now here's what Paul tells us has gone on while he was serving. This is 2 Corinthians 11, verse 24 to 28. Five times I received at the hands of the Jews the forty lashes less one. Three times I was beaded with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I was adrift at sea. On frequent journeys in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brothers, in toil and hardship, through many a sleepless night, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. And apart from other things, there's the daily pressure on me of my anxiety for all the churches. Now, Paul didn't sign up for this. His calling was just that. It was a calling. He became an apostle not because of anything he had to prove. Actually, he became an apostle when for the first time in his life he had nothing to prove, nothing to earn, no record to keep. You see, Paul lives by the will of God, and he ministers from the love of God. He doesn't carry out his ministry because he gets applause. It hadn't made him financially rich. He has laid everything aside to serve Christ. His is a ministry of suffering and sacrifice, a ministry that reflects the nature of the gospel itself. Now think of how that freed Paul, and it also opened the way for the gospel. He wasn't seeking the approval of people. Actually, the letter we're reading, well, he never visited the church in Colossae. But he wanted to make sure they had what they would need to enjoy their new life in Christ. He feels a burden for everyone that comes to faith. Now, as we think about God's will in our lives, we've lost the language of vocation. That word vocation comes from the Latin word that means calling. In our world, word, we don't have the language of calling much anymore. The idea that God has made us with a purpose and has a plan for our lives. But this teaching is repeated over and over again in Scripture. Here's an example. Ephesians 2.10 For we are His, that's God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, 
which God prepared that we should walk in them. Yes, God made us with purpose and skill. His plan is for us to join him in his work in the world with unique gifts and calling that he's provided to us. Just as God has given every person a unique set of fingerprints, God has a calling for each person. He made you with purpose. And his purpose is good works. Now, this words good works is code among the Jewish people for joining God in bringing life to our world. You do that as you exercise your vocation, your calling from God. You do that as you use the abilities, the passions, and the experience that the Lord has provided to you. And that's what Paul is doing. He's also received a special call from God to serve as an apostle. Now for us, as we've replaced the language of calling with the language of careers, that word career is related to the word careen, the term we use for flying along a road or path and going out of control. With this view of our lives, we're simply being moved along by circumstances beyond our control, taking this job, leaving another, flying from one thing to another. And this is really the opposite of purpose and calling and responding to God's will in your life. Now, this matters because if you're living out of your calling, well, you can weather difficulties. You can even face rejection. You see, Paul does all of that as he's living from the will of God for his life. Of course, it is this truth that underlies all that Jesus did. He came to fulfill God's purpose, to bring life from death. And he's not deterred because he's, he is living out of the will of God for him. And that is the joy we can take. That we can know the calling of God and the will of God. And we can walk in it. Let's pray. Sovereign King, we don't want to be pushed along by circumstances. We want to be guided by you. So draw us close as we draw close to you, that we might know that you have what you have for each one of us. Enable us to live from your calling that you have provided. For I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.